The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bite of Reality with Mark Deshart. On this beautiful day, at least some people in New York haven't been killed yet. But hey, if you elect Kathy Hochul, there's hope that everyone will be dead by the next election. So they won't have to count votes. It should be a very quick count. It should be Kathy Hochul and maybe one or two people survive. But anyway, I digress for a moment. Let's get right into Bite of Reality here with my favorite part of the program. My only part of the program. No, just kidding. It's rhyme time. The left has gone completely unhinged. With all the rhetoric by the left, you could just cringe. Things in society are falling apart. And this is rotting society at the heart. The left continues to attack half the country on the right. But the left has forgotten. They were the ones that called in for the fight. Their speech makes no sense. But the left is nothing more than a party of the past tense. Progressives are the ones who started the threat. And the right hasn't done anything to inflame the masses. That you can bet. When the left accuses the right of doing, it's the left that calls for and called for the screwing. The left is the violent mob, and they want a basic income without even having a job. Is this the kind of America that you think you want to live in? Then just keep voting the dumbass lefties till your face has an ear-to-ear grin. It won't be from what great shape this country is in. All this crap they are throwing about, it's getting real thin. Until you stop the politics from being about lies, you can believe, you can't believe a thing through your own eyes. If the political ads continue to be allowed to disconnect from the facts, then the America you knew will be gone. This is just a series of bad acts. Now it's clear. This is the story of the year. The FBI working with Facebook and the rest, to take out all speech they deem objectionable and to make sure the Democrats look good to the public. This they stressed. So nothing they say has a relationship with the truth. They keep lying about facts. Do you see this? Do you not need to be a sleuth? They don't even try to hide it anymore. They have been emboldened by Biden and his weak-ass policies that defend or defund the police and bring fear to our core. When will we step up and push back? The left is more organized than the right, and more violent as a pack. The Dems, they have no successful policies to run on. They are completely lost. The problem is their social experiment with crime has losing our lives as its cost. Who is running? They are not leaders if they forget who we are. This is not the America I envision. The left has gone way too far. Dems command that you should vote for them without any real reason. They claim the Republicans are all committing treason. Count me out if standing up for sane policy and cheap gas is wrong. I don't know how long we can make it. I hope we can stay strong. Come November 8th, the vote should take place. Then they will stop these incessant calls and declare a winner for each race. I am tired of hearing 
how bad the other candidate they say is. Then all the commercials, they run without facts, are just soda without fizz. As flat as the earth, they once said, and now if we fight for the other side, they fear us, they will make us dead. It's time to do what should have been done before. Take the millions out of politics. It's time to even the score. Until we make buying a candidate illegal, we will continue to be turkeys and never again be the American eagle. Politics must be in the best interest of Americans. That must be the only consideration. If we continue on at this current trajectory, we won't soon have any more nation. The nation is falling apart. The society is a crossroad. If we don't change immediately, we as a nation aren't very smart. We all know things are wound too tight now, but no one is talking about changing everything. This I find amazing. Just wow. Can Biden be from reality so detached? His lack of awareness is simply unmatched. Nothing that goes wrong is Biden's fault. In his mind, my intelligence and truth, that concept is an insult. Why is Biden so out of touch? It's his lack of consciousness that no one admits when it is clear it is such. You won't be able to solve a problem when you caused it yourself. It's his policies that this winter will kill frozen Americans. We need his policies put away on a shelf. Again, it's the economy, stupid. Why can't he understand? As America braces for catastrophe, it seems a part of the progressive destroy America they plan. Now, Democrats, they claim Biden is doing everything right. Then why does America think Biden has been a blight? It seems that truth has taken a vacation. And this election season is horrendous all across this nation. The politicians on the left cry foul when they are attacked. Yet when they defund the police, it's the policies they backed. This week, Paul Pelosi was attacked with a hammer held by a criminal who was not deported. The progressive violence, they defunded the police, they created the facts, and they are completely distorted. To mock and make fun of a liberal is not okay. If you listen to the idiots on TV, that is what the extreme right does say. But again, being detached from the facts, the left doesn't even admit their horrendous acts. It's not the right that has caused this today. It is the left that has been doing it for years, and the consequences they forgot to weigh. This is clearly a time that America must be concerned, when we will find out November 8th if America will have learned. When you put garbage in the White House like we did, who thought the Society of America in just two years is not a complete skid? America made so many mistakes when we elected Joe. Much of the country wishes we could turn back time to some 20 months ago. But we have now an opportunity to correct the situation. If we stop listening to the stupid progressives, maybe we can stop the mutation. And now there is no truth in political advertising. The amount of lies they are all telling is mesmerizing. To keep America, we have to vote right. The left is taking much more of America, much more than just a bite. There will be nothing left to pass on if the left continues with its progressive policies. America will certainly be gone.
if I can't believe how far we have gone down with just about two years of Biden and his clowns. You have John Kerry, the imaginary climate czar, as he flies around the world in his private jet. That's just a bridge too far. But then, the rules are for thee. The democratic elites do demand. They do not apply to us. We are in command. From the people, the power does come. The elite leaders in Washington have forgotten this message. Or are they just dumb? There is no excuse for Biden's war on oil and gas, especially since they don't prosecute criminals and in charge is the head ass. Democracy is clearly under attack, but it's not the right, it's the left, because the truth they do lack. Arm yourself if you are not fools. The laws for criminals, Dems have broken all the rules. No consequences. Kathy Hochul, you useless piece of trash. Get your butt out of the new elected governor's chair. You to New York. You've been worse than a bad rash. When do we hold politicians liable for their lies? Without truth and security, America is on its way, and it necessarily dies. When did it become acceptable for our government to demand media with opposing views be shut down? The guy in the White House, last I checked, did not wear a crown. We broke away from a king to free up a nation. And now the Democrats in charge want to start up the fiefdom. This can in no way be an acceptable creation. If you vote Democratic in this election, you might as well discard your citizenship. So sad, you'll have no protection. Wake up, America. It's crime, the economy. It's survival from criminal attacks. If you can't make it to work or leave alive, let the Dems have more time so the crime rate will continue up and will max. If you aren't raped, assaulted, or killed in New York, then don't vote Hochul, out-of-control crime. It's real, you knuckleheads. Vote Zeldin to stop crime with a cork. For Zeldin recognizes that crime is out of control. If you want crime to keep going crazy, then vote Hochul, the little troll. Don't let America down and do it for your kids. If you like poor education, the Democrats, they want you to close your eyelids. Democracy is under attack, but the left is doing it. It's the truth that they do lack. Sonny Hostin of The View, she makes my skin crawl. With her co-host, a shared brain. If she was outside, she would evaporate. There's nothing in her head. She has been accused of never being insane. It's people who talk on TV, like those on The View. They can't see reality with their heads up their liberal butts and their mouths. They keep putting shoe. It has been said that it is better to be thought the village idiot than to speak and remove all doubt. If brains were water on that show, they would clearly be in a severe drought. So the death toll keeps rising in the democratic cities each week, yet they tell you it's not real. Ignore you until it's your vote. They do seek. Don't fall for the crap. They, the left, will lay at your feet. And remember, if at first the Democrats don't win, they will try to cheat. How is it we can send a man to the moon, but to count ballots the same day, they act like it's impossible. And if you question why, your integrity they will impugn. Joe Biden's speech Wednesday of this week 
seemed almost to be just tongue-in-cheek. He can't see the forest through the cheese, the trees, and reality is oblivious, not his, uh, obviously not his friend. I could lend him some reality, and that would not even wake him up to crime, inflation, his administration of clowns. Can't even admit the rising trend. No accountability, no responsibility for all the bad policies the left has employed to figure out what the hell they are doing. You would need to dig up Sigmund Freud. The soul of the nation the left has already killed. Where is the hope and change guy? Stick a fork in it. This country will be done. It's grilled. Vote for the left, which is pushing, which is pushing nonsense. Or vote Republicans, which are touting common sense. Remember Tuesday to vote for your survival. If you forget about living, then vote a Democrat and not the better rival. So as we come to the end of rhyme time this week, four days before we seek, vote Republican or America. The outlook is very bleak. So that's the end of rhyme time. And now we're looking at where do we go from here, America? You know, every once in a while I want to not look at crime. And every once in a while I don't want to look at what's going wrong in this country. And I came across something very interesting. And, and it's a little off from where I intended to go today. But this morning at about 4 o'clock in the morning I got up and I took my daughter to the airport. She was going out to a state which will be unnamed to go see friends of hers from her college days. And living at that age is great. It's fantastic. You have very little responsibility. Nice salary. Everything's going great. And she can do what she wants. And I love that. That's America to me. But one thing I noticed, and I really, and I, and I kind of was thinking back, when you're coming back at 4 a.m. in the morning and 5 a.m. in the morning, you're thinking to yourself, hmm, what have I got to think about? Well, this is what I had to think about. You know, there was a very famous statement made. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Remember that? John F. Kennedy. That little statement. Why did he make that statement? Because back then, that's what America was. That was the screaming eagle. That was the greatest of great nations. Never on the planet has there been such a nation. And I found myself over the last several years finding that America has become selfish. America has become self-centered. And not as a nation, because the Democrats want to bring America to the world, but not in the same way that we used to bring America to the world. They want the world to change America instead of America to change the world. That's a real slight word difference but in reality, that is a huge difference. America used to project strength and the finality of fantastic. What was to be in a great country? What an amazing country this was. And what we've become now is really sad. We have become a third world country where the little tribes inside the country fight with one another. There's no cohesiveness. And there was a statement that I used to say every morning in school. When we looked into the right-hand side of the classroom, there was an American flag there. 
And that American flag meant something to people. Not only did it mean something to people who were teaching us, but it meant something to the administration of the school. And in time, it began to mean something to the students in that school. Because remember, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for within it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Remember that statement? Remember that? And what did you do? You put your hand over your heart and you dedicated yourself to this nation, not the other way around. And somehow or another, that created the America, the greatest country on the planet. Whether you were black, brown, green, blue, purple, gay, lesbian, whatever, we didn't care what you were. You were a pledge to this nation a person, a part of a giant scenario that was the greatest thing on this planet ever. And this was the power. This was the shining star on the hill, as it's been called. And that starting, that shining star has been tarnished. It's been tarnished by a lot of things. But I think initially what it was tarnished by is our educational system. Our educational system and a lot of us, including, listen, I'm just as at fault as everyone else out there because I was just as oblivious to what they were teaching my kids in school. But because I thought under the wrong assumption that they were teaching the things that I were learned, that I was learning. See, I was learning or we were learning. And they didn't teach us things like, this is my pronoun. They taught us grammar, math. Science, social studies. Remember social studies? Remember Mesopotamia, all those great places that started this whole deal? Well, now what are they teaching people in school? How do you as a country allow schools in your country to teach your students to hate your country? Just let that sink in for a second. I, I, I feel like I should bring a sink to the studio here. Because I would mimic Elon Musk when he brought the sink in to Twitter and said, let this sink in. Now you know why the guy's a billionaire. But what did we learn? We learned things, not how, or I should say not what to think, and what's absolutely wrong, right, or anything else. They gave us the ability to make an analysis. They gave us the ability for us to figure it out. They never told me what the truth was versus what the truth wasn't. They never told me, don't look here, I'm taking that away from you, because that's not true. What they taught you to do is learn what was truth and what was fake, what was garbage and what was good. If you went into your garage, most people today who went through the recent education couldn't figure out what's good in the garage to throw out and what's bad in the garage to throw out. They couldn't figure out what to keep and what to throw out. Why? Because they've done away with analytical thinking. They went to critical race thinking. They went to, we'll tell you what to think. We'll tell you you're the victim or you're the oppressor. And and this is something where I, I just can't understand how we let this get away. How we did we let this get away? We have an opportunity on November 8th on Tuesday to get up and say, no, no, this is the wrong direction. 
What I find amazing is I've, I've listened and read all these different polls, and they're all over the place. And in a lot of the quote-unquote battleground states, listen, you will always have states like California that literally want to go to an electric car when they have no power grid for what they currently have on the electric grid. Brilliant. We're going to have rolling blackouts, so you have to push your electric car to work. I mean, the the the, the insanity. And I heard something very interesting. You know, they want to take America all the way to the next you know phase of life in the green energy states. Well, what's very interesting is you just look over the little ocean there, look over the Atlantic, or look over the Pacific on the other side. The countries that went quote unquote green are going to be freezing their butts off this winter because guess what? It's not there yet. And I've said this before. It is not there yet. Listen, I'm all in favor of green energy. Love it, love it, love it. I would love to get free electric. Trust me, at 400 bucks a month, I'd love some free electric. But here's the problem. You're going to spend $60,000, and holy moly, Biden's going to give it back two. That's amazing. Or maybe even five. Well, unfortunately, under the Biden economy, where an inflation rate is 8.5, but it's zero under the Biden administration, he can't read numbers, I guess, either. He believes that life is just grand. Life is just going beautiful. And what I found really interesting, he gave a speech this week on Wednesday at Union Station in Washington. And they literally had to clear out all the homeless people so that he could have the backdrop of Union Station. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, this is pretty... It's funny, but it's not funny. This is what the problem is. It gets out of control. Listen, it's all well and good. Give everybody what they want. Give everybody a salary. Fantastic idea. But here's the problem. Nobody is listening to you. You're out of touch with reality. And let me let me give it to you guys in Washington and all the rest of you elected officials. You don't own this country. We, the people, own this country. We own this country. You do not. You work for us. And we as Americans have to understand when people work for you and they don't do the job and they do a miserable job and they don't do what you've told them to do that you want, guess what you do? You fire them. Take a page out of Elon Musk that I heard just jumping back into that Twitter mess. They're already suing him because they don't think they have enough. They gave him enough time to be fired. He's been talking about firing them for months. These people are crazy. And what's even more embarrassing, unfortunately, as an attorney, is there's actually an attorney that took that case. That's what the sad part is. There's actually somebody that said, hey, that case has some merit. Well, that attorney, I would take away his license and throw it up, crinkle it up. I'll, I'll volunteer to crinkle up his license. But, you know... The Democrats, you, you want to vote Democrat, think about something before you press that lever. They've been in charge now for 20 months, in charge of the House, in charge of, when I say the House, it's the Senate and the Congress, and they're in charge of the White House, or at least someone's in charge of the White House, wearing blue shoes, as I call it. And what have they done? Well, let's look at it. Let's look at Medicare. So they fixed the health care system. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. But but wait a second, the White House and Biden put out a tweet the other day that said he gave an increase in Medicare benefits. That was his responsibility, and he did that. He claimed he raised the Medicare benefits for seniors. 
And that went out all over the Twitterverse. Well, hey, the Washington Journal gave him four Pinocchios for that one. For those of you unfamiliar with Pinocchios, Pinocchios are when you're lying through your teeth, your nose grows. You know the old story, remember Pinocchio? Disney playing? Yeah, it was a great movie, great movie. You ever get the chance to see it? See it. But, for a second there, four Pinocchios. Guess what the raise was? It was an inflation adjustment. This is the only administration, I think, in history that takes no responsibility for anything bad and is they claim responsibility for anything that happens good. They don't have to even be near it. They claim they did it. The Medicare. I mean, gas prices. Well, let me let me point out something to Joe. I went this morning, four bucks for a gallon of gas. Four bucks. Okay? Fill up your tank. Empty your wallet. That's the new Democratic slogan for the new election. November 8th, they should say that. Fill up your tank, empty out your wallet. That's the Democratic way. Well, let me tell you something. All of these people who claim to be the Democratic Party for the people, ask yourself, what have they done for you in the last 20 months since they've all been in there? And listen, Republicans don't start, start clapping just yet. You guys have been a little bit better but not much. Now, assuming arguendo that the polls are correct and things go the Republican way on Tuesday, you guys are going to be up to bat next. You know, it's easy to be on deck. You don't have to take any swings. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to hit one out of the park. But when you're on deck, when you get up to the plate, you got to start performing. And I caution all Republicans, if you think you have a chance at 2024, of getting the presidency, you better show the American people what you've been yapping about for the last 20 months. Because you guys will step up and you got to do it. And I can tell you, guys like, you know, Jim Jordan, you have to step up. You have to really get into this and do what you got to do. You know, put it to the American people. If you don't have the votes on the Republican side because you need 60, then go to the people. Bring it to the people. You guys have always, the Republicans have always been horrible with messaging. The Democrats, on the other hand, if it's Tuesday, they'll tell you it's Sunday, and every Democrat and every media outlet will repeat that it's Sunday, even though it's actually Tuesday. The facts don't matter. It doesn't matter. So what I thought was, you know, Jumping back into the Democrats and the reality section of uh, things, the Pelosi attack. Three things the Democrats are in favor of. Homelessness, soft on crime, and no control of the border. Well, let me just let those folks who have been in the universe of MSNBC and uh, Communist News Network, CNN, that the attacker of Paul Pelosi, wow, what a surprise, was an illegal alien was a drug abuser who lived in an abandoned school bus on the street. Wow, the trifecta. Amazing, isn't it? This is what you guys are missing. You have to understand, everybody who's listening, go out and tell ten friends of yours. The Democrats have had it. They had it and they did it. It's their policies that are killing America. You know, maybe the Paul Pelosi attack would make Kamala happy, because she has such fond memories of school buses, as she made in one of her speeches. 
As a child, I have such fond memories. Listen, they can reload the system, the Democrats. They can reload everything. They can change the facts. They can redesign the facts. They can leave out the facts. But the system is broken. And by the way, Kathy Hochul, we're going to talk about her right after these commercial breaks. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before this break, we were talking about the Paul Pelosi deal. And Paul Pelosi, interestingly enough, what I really found pretty amazing was the assailant who... If it was me, you, or anyone else would have been let out of jail by now. He's still in jail. He is still in jail. Wow. What a concept. Putting a criminal in jail for assaulting someone with a hammer and fracturing their skull. What a concept. Well, let me tell you, that may have sunk in when it's Nancy Pelosi's husband. But let's look at another aspect of crime. For the real people in this country. Me, you, we the people. You know those guys? Remember, we're not the elites. We're the real people here. Let me give you this. There is a woman, well, was a woman, because she's now dead, Kiara Hudson. Let me bring that to you. Kathy Hochul, you knucklehead in New York, the inherited governor of New York. She's running against Lee Zeldin. And if Zeldin doesn't get in, New York is finished. It's out-of-control crime. Hochul doing absolutely nothing other than trying to figure out what her job is. And she's doing a lousy job of even that. Well, let me bring you back to Kiara Hudson. Here's another American tragedy. And there are many of them in New York. People dying left, right, and center. Here it is. Her husband beat her on video and was arrested. I mean, seriously, beat the living daylights out of her. It was ridiculous. It was insane. If you saw the video online... And I'll tell you, like, on point with Victor, go duck, duck, go it, bring it out. Look up Kiara Hudson. 
okay? She was beaten by her husband. Seriously, on video. Not even a question that he beat her up. And literally knocked a living gar... You can't say it, but let's just say he beat her seriously. So he gets arrested. Oh, poor guy gets arrested. And, by the way, she at the time was wearing a bulletproof vest. Now, here's what the back line story is. She says, he's going to kill me. He is a violent guy. He's got a history. He just beat the living crap out of her on video. I think it was something like eight minutes. And what do they do? Under Kathy Hochul's bail, I, I don't even want to call it bail. It's just get out of jail card free. It's not cashless bail. It's get out of jail. There's a difference. Because when you commit a violent crime, you need to be removed from society. If it's proven, then you go back to society if you're not guilty. But if you're guilty, you stay in jail. Because you know what? We don't have any other consequences. We can't 86 you for beating somebody up. Maybe we should beat you up yourselves. Maybe we should kneecap you like the guy was going to do to Nancy Pelosi out in California. But here's the difference. He gets out of jail and he goes directly to her right in front of her kids and kills her. He killed her. After beating the living daylights out of her right on video, something like eight minutes of a beating, he gets out of jail and she said to the court, He's going to kill me. And guess what? Under Kathy Hochul's rule, under her cashless bail and all those blue legislative geniuses in Albany, in New York, this guy gets right out, goes right back, and kills her in front of her kids. Well, guess what? Kathy Hochul, you have blood all over your office, all over your hands, and the rest of these guys, like Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, this was up in Erie County, by the way, this... Brad got away from this one. But this goes on all the time in New York City. They undercharge. They don't hold people because there's no discretion in this idiocracy. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So in New York, if you're not voting for Lee Zeldin, forget about he's a Democrat or he's a Republican. He's sane. He understands that if you are dead, doesn't matter whether you can get an abortion, can't get an abortion, can get an abortion... Because you're dead. It's not going to matter. Lee Zeldin, you need to save New York. You need to save New York. Because that's, guess what? There is no democracy if everybody in there is dead. You want to know what, you know, and I keep hearing this. This is another thing that really irks me. I have heard all week that, all week, all month, for the last couple of months, that democracy is under attack from the right. Well, let me guess this. Is it under attack from the right? Did the right destroy cities? Did the right burn down police stations? Did the right riot in the streets for months and months? Did the right go out and attack federal courthouses? Oh, no, 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 they didn't do that for months, did they? Oh, what happened? Oh, no, that's the left, that's right. How many committees for the left have there been on that? Rioting, burning down, billions of dollars of damage in the cities? Nothing. Nothing. Why? Well, because the left has now destroyed the criminal justice system. 
they've destroyed the economy. The economy's on the outs. It, it's, you know, everybody keeps telling you prepare for 2023. We're in deep doo-doo. The recession is going to be so deep. We're going to need ropes and climbing ladders to get out of it. It's going to be real serious. But keep electing Democrats. Yeah, you like recessions? You like the economy crashing? Good luck. Good luck. Those of you who weren't around for the Great Depression, wait. Wait for this. Keep voting. Keep voting Democrat. So now the Democrats, the democracy under attack. So they destroyed, let's see, they destroyed the criminal justice system. They destroyed the economy. They radicalized the FBI. And don't even get me started on the DOJ. I don't know what's going on with that. They're the third, they're, they're the fourth branch of government now. They're the world they're the world champions attacked on for the Democrats. So he attacks the Republicans for violence. This was, I'll tell you, when I saw this speech, that was probably the best comedy show I've ever seen. But the, the real serious part of this is he doesn't understand what he's saying or he's completely detached from what he's saying. This America is in trouble, you know? And we had now the other day, just, I think it was yesterday, another New York City homeless guy kills and chokes out a New York City jogger in the West Village. He killed her. But not before he raped her. He choked her until she was unconscious. So let me ask you, most of you who listen to this program are fairly intelligent. In fact, I'd say very intelligent because you're listening to the program. But... What could go wrong with cashless bail? What could possibly go wrong with letting criminals, career criminals, out without bail within hours of committing crimes? Well, what is wrong with these people who are in the office? They're completely insane. I I think that we, if the Republicans take back both chambers of the House, I think what they need to do is they need to institute a national intelligence test before you're allowed to take office. Because I haven't talked about them, but you have people like Fetterman. I mean, forget about Fetterman for a second for his stroke victim, you know, disability problem. Let's let's talk about what the real issue is. Why is he so dangerous? Well, it's his policies. Yeah, it is. His policies stink. His policies are dangerous. I'd go with that, yep. You know, but here's the funny part is the democracy is under attack from the Democrats, folks. They've destroyed the economy. They've destroyed the criminal justice system. They've radicalized the DOJ. They've radicalized the FBI. And I'm not talking about the rank and file agents, but apparently the GOP just released a report based on 14 whistleblowers that um, the FBI is out of control. It has become the left wing. And that's that's a serious problem. The two-tiered system of justice, and you heard me talk about it before, it is a real major problem. And and here's some of the things is that went on with, you know, they talk about voting integrity. Well, I'm not quite sure how you match up voter integrity with no voter ID. You know, if you want to have no voter ID then let me on a plane. I don't want to show you an ID. It's much less much less important getting on a plane, right, than actually voting for the United States. 
So get rid of the voting ID and voting, okay? Get rid of IDs for going into the plane. Get rid of IDs for when I go into the courthouse. Get rid of IDs when I go to the White House or the Capitol. Because you don't need to know who I am, right? You, do you see the insanity of the policies? Do you see the insanity of what they're pushing? It, it's it's bizarre to understand how they can stand there and tell you that. And I know it's on the teleprompter, and I know they're reading it off the teleprompter. But who is writing this insanity? They're the people running this country, and i got to tell you, boy, when they have to bring in Kamala Harris to try to put the fire out, you know you're scraping the bottom of the barrel because the champion of wordside salads, the next thing they're going to be bringing in is going to be Joan Bier. She's going to be coming in and saying, I didn't say that except for a couple of times, and then I didn't mean it, but you misunderstood. It was taken out of context. The sun was in my eyes. The pitch was too low. Listen, excuses, excuses, excuses. You know, what I loved on his his uh, stepping up speech at the White House this week, he steps up to the microphone, and there's the robot, Janet Yellen. She must have been low on batteries. She's standing there like a statue. He might as well have brought in a statue. Oh, wait, that's right. They didn't have any left. They've torn them all down. But she's standing in the background, and the other idiot there, the Secretary of Energy, um, she was just like, duh. The look on her face was priceless. You know, it's like a deer who's about to be hit by a car, and it goes, what's that? She was another genius. You know, <clears throat> when he came into office, remember that free market oil policy, America? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this genius wants to threaten the free market oil companies to reinvest in windfall profits back into the United States. Well, wait a second. Are they closing the circle on socialism, folks? First day of the attack... The oil companies, he stopped them from financing. He stopped from dr additional drilling. They stopped from leasing properties. And guess what? We're going to come back right after these messages and finish this Democratic mess up. Stand by. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So, right before the break, we were talking about stepping up to the microphone for Joe Biden and the robots Janet Yellen as Energy Secretary. I mean, deer in the headlights caught behind it, but he's threatening now the independent free market oil companies about not reinvesting their windfall profits. Well, here's the problem, Joe. 
why would they reinvest anything in America when you threaten to put them out of business? I'm, I'm not, you know, listen, no one's ever accused me of being a wizard at business, but I can assure you, if you threaten, if I'm in your city or in your country and you are threatening me unambiguously to put me out of business, why would I reinvest any money in your country, in your state, in your jurisdiction? The answer is I would not. And why would they? Because he's determined to cut off their you-know-whats. He wants them out. He wants them done. But you know what? His little deal with Saudi Arabia, when that fell through, and that little slime ball, and I hate to ever call a president a slime ball, but I don't have another word. He tried to cut a backroom deal with Saudi Arabia to delay their cuts in production until after the election? Why? This is this is akin to... Many of you don't know this, <clears throat> but I will tell you that the Democratic Party was funding Republican candidates. Yes, let me let me say that again. Talk about, you know, I didn't say it wrong. The Democratic Party was funding Republican candidates in the primaries. Why? Because they tried to fund people who they thought were outrageously out of touch. They tried to wait. I'm not sure particularly because I haven't read their internal memos yet, their internal memos yet, but whether it was a ultra MAGA, a MAGA light, or a mega MAGA candidate, because that hasn't been defined yet in the blue handbook from the Democratic National Party. But they funded the candidates against the other candidates in the Republican Party, because here's the key. They thought they could beat them. So they funded what they thought were the more right of the center party Republicans. And guess what's going on right now? If not karma, then when? That's all I have to say. Karma comes back to bite them like an alligator in a pen. And what's happening now? They're about to be beaten by their own, the Democratic-backed Republican candidates. Well, why is that? Well, quite frankly, because they're better than the Democratic knuckleheads. And look at, you know, what's interesting to me is the Herschel Walker. The Herschel Walker, that is something that, if you look at Warnock, that guy has some real issues. Now, Herschel seems like a really good guy. And what's interesting about Herschel Walker is in all his uh, fame and fortune, before he even thought about running, before he was even ever considered a candidate, guess what he was doing? He was giving back to everything. He was giving back. He was building stadiums. He was donating his money. He was helping kids. He was helping the community. That's who you want in office, somebody who understands what giving of himself is. This guy Warnock is nothing but a, a shiny, polished penny. That's all he is. And when you go to the store with a shiny polished penny and you want to go buy that gold bracelet, guess what they tell you? I'm sorry, that's just not enough to get what you want. I submit to you, Georgia, you got that same problem. Ursula Walker may not be that polished penny, but he's that $100 bill that you've been looking for. He's the guy who's going to give you the ability to get what you want and what you need. And that's the basic simple problem. We tend to look at the shiny penny. And we're attracted by the shiny penny. When the $100 bill that doesn't glisten will get you a lot more. 
I submit to you that Herschel Walker is that $100 bill. And that shiny penny is nothing but worn out. Not worth a thing but a penny. Looks real good in a suit. Looks real good, nice and polished. But when you look at it, when you go to do something with it, it's nothing. It's worth nothing. So I got to tell you, Georgia, just like New York, you know, how Georgia ever became a toss-up state, I'm not sure. But you know what? I will tell you, Herschel Walker, he's the guy who knows how to give back, and he's the guy who's going to serve Georgia. Unlike, you know, Stacey Abrams, who's obviously serving up a lot of food, but serving herself, you know, she is the, the epitome of the Democratic Party. She is flying all over the place, enjoying the limelight, and guess what? She doesn't intend to do a darn thing for Georgia. She doesn't really give a darn. She absolutely thinks that she doesn't care. And she's right. She does not care at all. She doesn't care what you say or what you do. She's her own person. And she's going to do what she wants. And she doesn't need you or anybody else to tell her because she just doesn't care. That's the problem with Stacey Adams. But now Kemp, he's already got a proven track record. He's already turned that state around. And he's getting there. And you know what? Here's the interesting part. Now, I went back to the original part of the show. Is education. The Democrats believe that education is theirs. They believe that the school should teach your kids whatever they feel like teaching. Well, I beg to differ with her. And I beg to differ with her because now I understand what education has done. And education has destroyed the very fabric that binds this country. When you come to this country, you want to get to be the country. You want to become a part of the country. You know, the, the open door, there's, one of the senators said he does what's called the open the, the door policy. And what's a door policy? He says, well, he says, you know you're doing the right thing when you open the door and people go out or people come in. And that's the right thing. America is still the right place. We're, we're going the wrong direction, but we're still, because we had such a strong foundation, we're still the right place to be. We're still the place that everyone in the world wants to be. Although lately, it's, you know, it's looking a little bleak, but we have a chance to put that to bed on you know, November 8th. That's it. It's Tuesday. It's for those of you who can't count, it's four days. Tuesday. Don't miss it. You won't want to miss it because all you'll do is complain about it. You know, we're out of diesel fuel. We are out of patience. The country is wound too tight. People are too violent. And it's out of control. And we got to start taking control of America. You know, the Democrats have had 20 months to fix Medicaid and Medicare. What have they done? Ask yourself. You know that very famous question, are you better off today than you were 20 months ago when you put these idiots in charge? No. That's the real simple truth. Gas prices are through the roof. Joe Biden, listen up. Gas prices are up. They were $2 when you got in. They're now $4. That's double. I know in your economy calculations, 8.5% inflation rate is zero in your eyes. But guess what? That's nothing. Right, Joe? 8.5 is nothing? No. Because every day you go to the supermarket. Listen, people, you live in the real world. You know what's going on. You want to listen to their ads and their stupidness and their lies? 
when are we going to hold politicians accountable for what they say in their ads? You know, if I put an ad out there that says, my product is the best product in the world, it'll cure everything. The FDA would be on me like white on rice. By the way, that's not racist. They would be all over me because it's a lie. But yet candidates can put all these things out there about every other candidate, and they're all lies. Here's the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats this time. The Democrats are running away from what they've done. I don't hear a darn thing about what they've accomplished, not one specific thing that they have accomplished that they can say to me, hey, look what we did for you. Look how good we did. All I keep hearing from the the head-ass-in-chief all the way down through his clown section, all the way down through his cackling media and the Kamala cackler, all I keep hearing is, how bad are the other guys? Wait till they get in. They're going to be so bad. Well, guess what? Guess what? That's not a positive nature. That's not what's going to make me motivated to go out and vote for you. They're not looking at it that way. They want to tell you how bad are the, how bad are the Republicans? No. It's how bad have the Democrats been? Look around you. Look around what's going on. Car prices are up. Gas prices are up. Home heating oil. Holy moly. Wait till you get your bills this winter. I just got my first gas bill. And we didn't even turn the gas on. And it was $200. I mean, this is going to be an incredible winter. I'm going to be burning chairs in the house to heat the house in the fireplace. Because oil is going to be through the roof. And everything you buy from the supermarket to your local stores, guess how they're brought there? By truck. And what do trucks run on? Solar panels? Nope. Wind? Windmills? Nope. Diesel fuel, folks. That's right. I haven't heard one amazing content question yet about diesel fuel and the windmills that they intend to put on our 18-wheelers. Because guess what? It's not going to work. It's kind of like Randy Weingarten, the teachers' union president, going out and saying, we wanted schools open. We didn't want them closed. It's just amazing. You know, it's another week gone by in this America that we live in. And, you know, bring back to all the successes that we've had in the Biden administration. The Afghanistan surrender went really well. Green energy acceleration, rolling blackouts. Yeah, at least they're becoming normal. The rolling blackouts are great. And then how about, well, when you heat your home, gas heat this winter? Yep. You're going to be running around in the woods trying to pick up sticks to put in the fireplace to keep you warm. When you're government becomes detached from your reality. It's a problem. It is a problem. The same reason why they they argued before the Supreme Court this week with respect to discrimination in colleges, Harvard University. They argued they don't take that into consideration. Well, one of the justices turned around and said, well, why is it on the application then? Good point. It's that reality problem that we have. So once again, November 8th, It's your time, America, to step up, to get rid of incompetency. Joe's in there for another two years, the Joe Biden administration incompetency test. But go ahead. In Pennsylvania, go ahead. Put Fetterman in there. See how good that does for you. you got to understand it's your reality, not theirs. 
You own the country, America. Go out and vote for your interests, not their interests. That's what I got to tell you. So we're done. We're done. We're here. We're finished. You've been listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have a fantastic week, and thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.